0: Hello. This is Elena Merlis with Earth Connections. I am so glad that I could introduce to you today Ricky Tree, who is the proprietor of Botanica Organica. He's an herbalist and he works along with Rebecca Trusman. Um, They are here to share their knowledge about local plant allies and how they support our bodies and minds. Hello, Ricky. How are you? fantastic good. how are you good good I'm so glad to pick your mind today and share your knowledge with our listeners
1: me too I'm looking forward to it
0: okay so um, my opening question is um, when did you develop a consciousness for how the earth supports us
1: I developed a consciousness for how the earth supports us Um 11 or 12 years ago, a little bit over a decade ago, when I watched all of uh, not all of I would say, but when I watched a series of documentaries that kind of brought to light the impact that we are having on the earth in the way of our like factory farming practices and industrial food production and um, and the impact that a lot of the pharmaceutical medications are having on um, on on the economy and our bodies and the planet itself. Yeah. So I made some really big lifestyle changes um, and I stopped eating meat and started intaking a lot more vegetables and I really couldn't get over the um the 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 change in in my in my in my body i just felt so much more alive and mind you i was you know 18 19 at the time so Mm -hmm. this is like you know kind of peak timing for how a, a young person would feel in their bodies but you know i i made these lifestyle changes and i just felt so much more vibrant and and intensely you know healthy in in all of the ways Mm -hmm. and i was like this is unbelievable i i couldn't believe it and and i suppose at that age my 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 fire just turned on about like the why and the how and and so i just started studying it um and uh and started finding you know the 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 closer that i lived to plants the, the 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 better i felt So I started farming and studying permaculture and um, and herbalism and started to see how deeply connected and and interwoven we are uh, with 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 nature around us. Yeah, and that's kind of how and where my journey began.
0: I see. Um, So, do you grow your own plants for for your? Your medicines um, or forage for them? Are they wildcrafted or both?
1: You know that 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 depends. Um, I do grow a, a fair bit of the herbs that we use in our in our shop and for our remedies. Um, we also source um, things that don't grow in Florida um, that are um, that well. We source things that don't grow in
0: Florida because they don't grow in Florida and right. they're highly sought after
1: and not everything, not, I would say not everything grows in Florida. And it, the, the question to to foraging and wildcrafting is, is kind of a, a, a rabbit hole because of the, the fact that there is so much development and so much like urban urbanization down here, especially in South Florida, where in, we're in, in Hollywood and Davie. So, um, this tri county area has just over, you know, the last hundred years, it's kind of been bulldozed and, and developed. So I really, um, make an effort to source from, from our own organic garden and farm, um, and, and other organic gardens and farms mm-hmm. and try to leave the wild medicine in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, I would say several hundred, a couple hundred years ago to now, and it's just been getting worse. We've kind of closed that loop that, you know, the 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 reciprocal or, or loop, the, the loop of reciprocity that we have with nature. Like one example I like to give is, you know, we we no longer really pee or poop or, or throw our food scraps into the forest, into the wild. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're you know, those of us that do compost. Sorry, you were going to say something? no. So, yeah, so those of us that do compost, compost, and we put it back in our in our organic gardens, you know what I'm saying? So I I really um, try to avoid um, pulling uh, wild material out of the forest and then and then use it just because I'm not, you know, peeing and pooping in that forest. And I'm not, you know, uh, giving those nutrients uh, back. So um, there is something to say about wild medicine and its potency. I've found that medicine in the wild tends to be more potent, has more vibrancy. And it seems like it's because the plants have to fight a little bit harder to, to grow and to live and to stay alive. So they create they, they synthesize more phytochemicals. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are, have you know, they have more potency in our bodies. So that that when I do harvest things from the wild, it's usually more for um, like uh private clients that don't really sell it to the public people that are dealing with really severe situations that need like some wild uh need wild medicine um, is really the only time that I go into the forest and and, and forage and wildcraft things for
0: um for medicine i see. so for those specific needs i get it yeah. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. and um what what are your what are the plant allies that you mostly depend on, or that you'd like to introduce to us?
1: Oof, yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a doozy um, to uh, to to consider because I I really love them all so very much. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I wanted to I wanted to stick I wanted to, to talk about. Okay. So there's a couple of, there's a couple of, of plants, right. Mm-hmm. Um, these are pretty abundant in, in Florida, especially in South Florida, um, or all, I was, I should say all over Florida. Um, and relatively ethical to find in, you know, in, in, I put in air quotes in the wild cause there's just so little wild left down here, but, mm-hmm. um, the very first one I would say is is uh is uh 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 one of my loves, I should say. Um Spanish Needle or Biden's Alba. Um it is a ubiquitous weed in in all of Florida pretty much. Um you probably have it in your backyard and if it's not if you don't have a backyard, you got it on on the curb, it grows out of the cracks of the sidewalk, it it, it just grows absolutely everywhere. It's a short um, daisy family plant, and um, and it has these little white flower, uh, white uh, little white flowers with the with the yellow, white and yellow flowers, white petals, mm-hmm. um, and you um, you y- you you walk around and and it, it's. It, the little the, the little seeds will stick to your jeans or your pants or your dress or whatever it is you're wearing mm-hmm. and if you take a walk outside like it's you've you've definitely seen this plant and you've definitely been annoyed at picking off the little needles that um, <laughs> that that stick to your socks or whatever it is it's 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 so so common down here
0: yeah I'm familiar um, with it <laughs>
1: okay cool yeah so that's the one and so many farmers and so many you know i would say commercial you know, uh farmers will spray um or conventional farmers will spray for this spray at this plant to kill it it's just like it's super super common super ubiquitous um but it has such potent medicine it's so such an amazing uh an amazing herb um It's it's, uh, what we call a a vulnerary astringent herb. So it's got um, properties that tonify, that tighten and tonify tissue. So um, it can be useful for for tonifying skin, for healing um, wounds and lacerations and things like that on, um, uh, 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 on the skin. If you use it internally, it can also help to do that same tonifying of the tissues in our digestive system. Um, which is uh, which is a really nice thing, uh, especially uh, a lot of people have digestive issues and like leaky gut type stuff. Mm. Um, so it's uh, it, it, that's just like one layer of this plant. It's also uh, ha- it also has some really potent antimicrobial properties um, that have that I've seen to be uh, borderline miraculous. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. I, I've it's one of uh, one of the top plants to use against MRSA um lyme disease uh crazy crazy infections that anti-antibiotic like creams and stuff like that wouldn't do away with i've seen this herb do away with. It, 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 the the bacteria don't seem to develop a resistance to it mm-hmm. and i've seen it and used it personally with my clients and, and with friends all the time for like what is this on my skin? Oh, just rub some Bidens on it. And then they rub some Bidens on it and they're like, Oh my God, I've been dealing with this, whatever rash for months now. And I put it on in the first four hours. I, 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 felt relief. And then in a couple of days the, the rash has been gone or the infection in their mouth or, um, even a cat, like a cat bite that got infected, supposedly, like if you don't go to the urgent care, like right after you get bit by a cat or the hospital, um, you can get an infection that could lead to amputation and all of these different things. Cats apparently have like a crazy bacteria that live in their mouth. Yeah. And i used it for that. And this person was like, oh, I can't go. I don't have insurance and I'm not going to whatever. And they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, you're not going to go to the hospital then use Biden's. And so she did, and it was just like she couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it hardly. I mean, I trust the plant so much, but I was just like, "Wow, this is this is serious uh, serious medicine." Mm-hmm. And not, not only that, it's also a food. Um, the the younger um, the younger sprouts, like when the plant is you know about six to eight inches high before it flowers, the leaves make a really nice pot herb. So you cook it, you can cook it down and it's more nutrient rich than, um, than spinach. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it it actually tastes quite pleasant. It's got a little bit of a bitterness to it. And that bitter is, um, is less when the plant is young and when you cook it down. Um, but yeah, it's just like a a really wonderful food.
0: Yeah. I love it. it. I love it. I think it's yummy. I like it. it as a tea. I like it cooked down. I like it in my salads. I like it.
1: Wonderful yeah so it's really it's really good and you mentioned salads and, and i've 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 seen i've seen this before and it's kind of a caveat that goes with um that, that goes with this herb you know because of its uh really potent antimicrobial properties mm-hmm. um i don't encourage and i've kind of felt this before just because like when i first discovered this plant i was like i want to eat big bowls of it <laughs> um and i kind of it kind of upset my stomach eating a bunch of it fresh mm-hmm. right um so just a, a quick note, these antimicrobial properties that it has, um, mm-hmm. oxidize very, very quickly. So they kind of become inert when you dry the plant or mm-hmm. when you cook it. But if you eat it fresh or use it or tincture it fresh or whatever the case may be, you can, um, you can preserve and, and, and use these antimicrobial properties. But when it's fresh, it, it, it can, um, if, if you eat copious amounts of it, like I have and like my friends have, and all of that, mm-hmm. um, it and uh, it seems to disrupt the microbial flora in our gut. Huh. Um, so that that's just like a, a a little bit of a caveat there. So it's, it's, good to it's know. more common. Yeah, it's it's more commonly, especially um, in Central America, where the um, where indigenous people uh, have been using it for for a long, long time. Um, the, the culture around it is to is to cook it kind of like you would um, kale or spinach.
0: Good to know. Thank you. Um, okay, and your your second favorite <laughs> or, or equally um, as loved.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Um, I, I can't. Um, I, I really can't uh, do this talk without without nodding at or speaking to elder Sam um, Sambucus. A lot of people will know it as sambucus nigra, but it's it's sambucus um, canadensis the one that lives down here negra doesn't quite occur so far south the one we get is canadensis Mm -hmm. and it is uh, a a very common remedy in stores a lot of people will recognize elderberry syrup um, or elder flowers in tea, or the tincture of the elder flowers. Um, elderberries can also be used in 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 tea and tincture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a a really awesome herb um, that that grows kind of everywhere, and uh, especially like in the lower kind of more wet areas. So you'll see it a lot in ditches or on the edges. Birds mm-hmm. really like the the berries, so you'll see it growing anywhere underneath power lines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Really amazing uh, plant for um really the stimulation of um
0: of the immune system so anytime we kind of get um like sick or get uh,
1: like any kind of gunk it will be um a, a really good herb for for and i say this importantly it's uh to stimulate the immune system and i'm speaking to the berries of elder right now mm-hmm. that the, the berries um, tend to increase cytokine production in the body so they will um stimulate the immune system not as much um, like nourish, like the way some um, some of our mushrooms will uh, nourish the immune system. It's more it's more of a stimulator to the immune system. So when you start to feel a little funky, or you feel like you've been exposed to something, um, and you can you can start using elderberries and uh, and help to 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 move that along more quickly and, um, and and not get hit as hard by whatever you got exposed to. Um, there's the caution around it, of course, as many plants, um, when you have a full on immune response, when you're like already sick and you're running a fever and all of these different things, um, your immune system is already stimulated, right? So if, if you have a fever, that means that your immune system is already active. Um, so you can actually overactivate, you can overstimulate your immune system by using elderberry too much. Or when your immune system is already super active, so that's when we kind of cut. Uh, What's kind of when we stop using elderberries and move on to different herbs. Mm. Um, and uh, you can overdo elderberries, so you don't want to like if you're using a syrup that's prepared kind of like um, in a standard preparation. You don't want to use more than an ounce of elderberry syrup um, a day for four days. You don't want to use like you don't want to drink more than four ounces of elderberry syrup. Um, within a few days because it's it it can overstimulate your immune system um Mm -hmm. and so and so yeah it's it it is a really amazing remedy kind of as a prevention if you use little bits of it kind of here and there or um kind of i like to use it intermittently like one day i'd have some and then i go a couple days without it and then i drink and then i take a little bit more just to kind of keep my immune system um active but not like constantly stimulating
0: right Right. and are Um, the the berries are elderberries themselves edible on their own, or they need to be cooked?
1: They need to be cooked. So they have the, the, this what's called a, a cyanin glucoside. It's not quite cyanide, but it's like a, 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 a it's a constituent
0: that's kind of similar to it. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the the that that gets broken
1: down when it's cooked. And there's new research that's saying that it it, it gets broken down when the elderberries are dried as well. I don't know about that, um, so it's important to. But you know, I, I still need to look more into that research. But I personally like to cook the elderberries for um, for at least thirty minutes before um, before utilizing them um, internally. Um, okay. So a light simmer for thirty to forty minutes will render this constituent inert, and then you can use it. Okay. So yeah, super good question. It's a very important one, um, and uh, and yeah. So that's
0: yes. That's, okay. Uh, so that's I had the challenge. pleasure of being at your apothecary, and you have yeah. all kinds of wonderful things. Can you tell our listeners how to find you and what kind of events you do?
1: So yeah, we have um, a really nice a really nice space here on the farm. Um, we are located in. Uh, in Davie, um, we, I guess I could say the address here, 10900 Southwest 48th street mm-hmm. in Davie. Um, and we are, uh, we share the land with tree amigos, which are a really cool plant nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're on, when you roll in, they're on the right, we're on the left. You get
0: a double and, treat, a double treat. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, um, so, yeah, events we do, we do a variety of different events. Um, the, the space that we have is we're blessed that it's so beautiful mm-hmm. um, and, and so cool. We can have um, people here outdoors and appropriately spaced, especially for these times. And, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, that's a, that's a really cool blessing. So we actually weren't really planning on being like an event space or a venue. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what we've become. That's kind of what, you know, we do have events like that. Um, like we've had a couple of, of small concerts and um, and like farmer's market type events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also do classes uh, about um, about how to make uh, herbal remedies and teach people about herbs and um, how to use them. And, and, uh, and, and, where,
0: and where would we find that? Them. Where would we find your classes?
1: Um, really on uh, right now, the way we're doing it is is uh, promoting them on Instagram and on our email uh, through our email list. So, mm-hmm. if you follow us at botanica underscore organica, um, you'll be able to see um, see kind of like what we post and, and the event, like keep up with the events that we're doing there. And then if you visit our website, botanicaorganica.com, um, you can send us a message and get on our email list. And that's where we'll send out, you know, kind of like, um, some little blurbs about herbs and um and uh, uh, updates on when the one when, when the events and
0: classes are okay and uh, what days of the week is the apothecary opened
1: open to the public um saturday and sunday right now 10 to 5. okay um and during the week that's when that, that's when uh rebecca is uh, also uh in the shop and so she, we we can open to the public because um Well, we can we can kind of uh, tend to a a, a relatively a a relative traffic of people Mm -hmm. Um, during the week. Though um, I'm usually here Tuesday through Friday, and I take appointments. So if you want to, if you need herbs and you want to come out and get some herbs, um, you can just shoot us uh, an email or give us a call um, and uh, and you know set a time for me to to be uh, in the shop for you. Um, cause I'm either in the garden or making medicine in the lab or whatever the case may be. And so, okay. uh, I can, you know, if I, if I have it scheduled, I can be there for anybody. Do you,
0: would you like to share the phone number where people can call if they want to make an appointment?
1: Yeah, cool. Um, 305-896-4704 it's a direct line to me, That's um, terrific. and, uh, and yeah.
0: And also I happen to know that you make awesome juices and awesome kitchen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the cookery is really cool. Um, just wanted to, to 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 nod at Sonia um from Dosha Cafe. The, she's actually the one that makes the kitchery. We're not ah. the um she um she's a good friend of Rebecca actually. Rebecca used to have Rebecca is a, a massage therapist and, and Reiki master um who incorporates herbs into her practice and some techniques um from traditional healing, um uh, pra- philosophies and practices from central and south america she's learned with uh, a fair number of healers from from down there um and so she used to have a healing room with um adjacent to where sonia used to have her Ayurvedic cafe so they developed a relationship there mm-hmm. and um and yeah they, we connected one day and she was like Let's bring in some kitchery so people can munch on something oh, really Oh, it was so
0: good! It was so good. Yeah, it, yeah, it's
1: really amazing. Yeah, I mean, I could speak for an hour about kitchri on its own. So <laughs> I'm come and try it, all. <laughs> um,
0: well, the kitchri that I tried was not your um, uh, your regular kitchri. It was not made mm-hmm. out of rice. It was made
1: right.
0: it was like quinoa. quinoa, and I had never tasted anything like that before. And it was kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, this was terrific. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. And I hope that people will get in touch with you and that you will be able to support their bodies and minds and spirit. And I appreciate your time.
1: I appreciate you having me. This was uh, super cool.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much. Be well.
1: All right. You too. Stay healthy.